expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 32 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,531 on turnover of 2.7 billion NT. The market lost ground on Tuesday and saw turnover drop to its lowest single-day total in nearly 18 months, as investors remained cautious over the potential for further volatility on Wall Street, ahead of a two-day policymaking meeting of the U.S. Federal Reserve. The bellwether electronics sector led the downturn, but buying rotated to select old economy stocks, which lent some support to the broader market. Opposition lawmakers are calling on the government to increase coronavirus testing capacity in order to improve the efficacy of disease control measures. KMT Deputy Secretary General Wang Yuming says the government must come up with a better plan, as the current rationing of rapid test kits has led to what he's describing as chaos and has been too slow. While the new power party is urging the government to prioritize distribution of rapid tests to people in higher-risk groups or those who are unvaccinated. And the Hualien-based Tsuji University says it will be fully sponsoring the studies of 30 Ukrainian students and scholars on its campus. According to University President Ingrid Liu, the school had set up a special program to offer a safe study environment, and it is now welcoming applications from Ukrainian citizens with bachelor's or postgraduate status. Under the program, the university will cover the cost of airfare, tuition, accommodation, and living expenses for the students. Liu says the first group is scheduled to arrive in Taiwan later this month. The university's Office of International Affairs says it has been interviewing Ukrainian candidates online since April 6. In international news, United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres lauded Nigerian authorities' ongoing reintegration of defectors from the jihadi Boko Haram group, which has waged a decade-long insurgency, as the best thing we can do for peace. He also called for funding from the international community to assist victims of Islamic extremism that has destroyed lives and livelihoods in northeast Nigeria. The UN chief also met with former militants and internally displaced persons staying in a camp in Maduguri, capital of Borno State, where the insurgency is centered. Boko Haram launched an insurgency in 2009 to fight against Western education and to establish Islamic Sharia law in Nigeria. 
The extremists drew international condemnation in 2014 when they abducted 276 schoolgirls in Chibok Village, more than 100 of whom are still missing. And police in San Francisco have arrested an anti-abortion activist who climbed the city's tallest building while posting about it on Instagram. The arrest comes with tensions high in the U.S. over leaked documents showing the Supreme Court may soon overturn women's constitutional right to safe abortion access. Iris Spitzer has more from San Francisco. Police arrested 22-year-old Maison Deschamps at the top of the 60-floor Salesforce Tower in downtown San Francisco, which he appears to have climbed without the aid of ropes. Deschamps, a rock climber who calls himself the pro-life Spider-Man on the internet, says he recently started climbing skyscrapers to end abortion. During the climb, he posted videos and messages on Instagram asking for donations to further his cause. It wasn't immediately clear if the stunt was related to the leak of a draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court suggesting that the landmark Roe v. Wade decision protecting women's right to abortion access may soon be overturned. Iris Spitzer, San Francisco. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.